You are now listening to Unsolved Mysteries and Cold Cases. I'm your host, Steve Matthews, your guide into the shadowy depths of the unresolved, the enigmatic, and the chilling. Each episode, we'll delve into baffling disappearances, unsolved crimes, and tales that have slipped through the cracks of time and memory. Through interviews, expert analysis, and meticulous investigation, we'll attempt to piece together the puzzles that have perplexed minds for years. So, if you have a curious heart and a mind unafraid of the shadows, join me in unraveling the enigmas that refuse to be forgotten and give voice to the silent tales hidden within the folds of history. In the pulsating heart of New York City, where towering edifices stand tall as symbols of capitalism's might, a cataclysm struck a century ago, its echoes still reverberating in the annals of American history. Wall Street, the celebrated nerve center of America's financial sector, became the scene of a horrifying disaster on September 16, 1920. As the clock struck noon, a thunderous explosion shattered the ordinary routine, leaving in its wake a trail of devastation that would etch an indelible mark on the nation's consciousness. Just as the financial district's lifeblood, bankers, brokers, and clerks were flocking out for their midday break, an unassuming horse-drawn wagon, parked strategically opposite the J.P. Morgan Bank, erupted in a fireball. The explosion transformed the bustling street into a gruesome tableau of chaos and carnage, killing 38 people instantly and leaving hundreds more injured. This was not merely an attack, it was a brutal statement, a violent denunciation designed to rock the foundations of American capitalism. Yet, despite its scale and the outrage it sparked, the identity of the perpetrator or perpetrators remains a mystery. No one claimed responsibility for the deadliest terrorist attack on American soil to date, one that would hold this grim record until the Oklahoma City bombing in 1995. As we delve into the intricate layers of this historical event, we journey back to a Wall Street that bore the scars of this brutal assault and forward into the annals of a mystery that remains unsolved. Along the way, we will explore theories, inspect clues, dissect investigative efforts, and revisit developments that have surfaced over the course of a century. This is the story of the 1920 Wall Street bombing, a haunting echo from the past that reminds us of the lengths to which the unknown enemies of peace will go to spread fear and destruction. It's a tale of a city's resilience, a nation's resolve, and the unending quest for truth amidst the rubble of history. An unresolved enigma that continues to captivate and intrigue us a century later. Chapter 1 The Day of Terror In the heart of New York City, the morning of September 16, 1920, began like any other. Nestled between the towering skyscrapers, Wall Street was buzzing with activity. The air was filled with a symphony of city sounds, the rhythmic clatter of horse hooves on cobblestones, the occasional honk of the new motor cars, the murmur of hushed conversations as fortunes were made and lost. It was a vibrant hub of energy, ambition, and relentless pursuit. The district's lifeblood, brokers in their starched collars and cufflinks, traders with their bowler hats, and clerks balancing towering stacks of papers, added a sense of urgency to the air. Among these faces, there was the unflappable J.P. Morgan Jr., the formidable financier who inherited his father's business empire, and William Gibbs McAdoo, 
the former Secretary of the Treasury, who had championed the Liberty Bonds that financed America's World War I efforts. These titans of industry were the flesh and bone of Wall Street, their lives deeply intertwined with the rise and fall of the stock ticker. They strode purposefully down the street, their minds preoccupied with ledgers and stocks, unaware of the horror that was about to unfold. As noon approached, the district began to empty out. Brokers, bankers, and messengers alike poured from the imposing granite edifices, ready for a break from the morning's relentless pace. Outside the J.P. Morgan Bank, a line of messenger boys waited impatiently, their bicycles leaning against the iconic Trinity Church's iron fence. The usual lunchtime chatter filled the air, as vendors shouted out the day's specials, their calls competing with the cheerful clanging of the nearby streetcar. And then, without warning, this ordinary, bustling scene was brutally interrupted. The horse-drawn wagon, which had been inconspicuously parked outside the J.P. Morgan building, exploded into a fiery inferno. The cheerful, lively noise of a typical lunchtime on Wall Street was replaced by a thunderous boom, screams of terror, and the dreadful sound of shattering glass. That was the moment Wall Street's bustling cityscape was forever scarred, and the day of hustle and ambition transformed into a terrifying chapter of American history. What followed would be a mystery that gripped the nation, its intrigue and enigma echoing through the decades that followed. In the blink of an eye, the ordinary life of Wall Street was plunged into unimaginable chaos. A horse-drawn wagon, unnoticed amidst the usual bustle, became the epicenter of a disaster that would shock the nation. As the hands of the Trinity Church clock converged on 12, an earth-shattering explosion ripped through the heart of America's financial district. The blast was deafening, the shockwave immense. The dynamite-laden wagon detonated with a force that shattered windows blocks away, turning the heavy iron weights that packed it into deadly projectiles. A maelstrom of metal, glass, and debris rained down on the people below. Caught off guard, the crowd was at the mercy of the explosion. The spectacle of lunchtime chatter and the click-clack of typewriters was replaced by the horrifying sounds of terror and agony. People who moments ago were discussing stock prices and company dividends now found themselves in the midst of a surreal, smoke-filled nightmare. Among the victims was young stenographer Edith Saunders, known for her lively laughter and speedy typing skills. Known as the Queen of Wall Street, Edith had just stepped out of the Equitable Trust Company when the explosion occurred. The blast caught her mid-step and the ever-smiling stenographer became one of the 38 lives cruelly extinguished in that catastrophic event. Nearby, the legendary J.P. Morgan Jr., who narrowly escaped the disaster, was in his office in the formidable Morgan Bank building. He was reportedly shaken but unhurt, his spirit unbowed. The banker's resolve would mirror the resilience of Wall Street in the face of this tragic event. The area surrounding the J.P. Morgan Bank, previously a testament to human ambition and financial prowess, had transformed into a grotesque theater of destruction. The explosion had gouged a crater four feet deep into the heart of Wall Street, a cruel scar that would forever serve as a reminder of the disaster. As the dust settled and the echoes of the blast faded away, a chilling silence fell over Wall Street. 
the resilient spirit of the financial district had been shaken to its core, leaving a trail of unanswered questions. Who had dared to attack the very heart of American capitalism, and why? The quest for answers would reveal a plot shrouded in mystery, stoked by intrigue, and riddled with a labyrinth of leads that seemed to lead nowhere. In the immediate aftermath of the explosion, Wall Street was a site of horror and confusion. The thoroughfare, usually associated with power and prosperity, was littered with the wreckage of the blast and echoed with cries of the wounded. Beneath the pall of smoke and dust, the casualties of the attack lay scattered, a grim testament to the deadly power of the explosion. As the initial shock receded, the instinctive human spirit of resilience took over. From the offices and buildings, men and women rushed forward, pushing through their own shock and fear to assist the injured and the dazed. They turned their coats into makeshift bandages, offered comfort to those in pain, and did whatever they could to alleviate the suffering around them. Among them was James Saul, a messenger boy for a local bank, who had miraculously escaped the blast. Despite his shock, young James found the strength to help his injured colleagues, showcasing the unsung heroism that emerged amidst the carnage. Nearby, J.P. Morgan Jr., despite narrowly escaping the explosion himself, took charge and transformed his banking house into an emergency hospital. Tables typically used for counting money and signing contracts now served as operating tables, and ledgers soaked up the blood of the wounded. Morgan Jr., displaying an unyielding resolve amidst the chaos, emerged as a figure of strength and reassurance for his terrified employees and the public. Outside the immediate vicinity of the explosion, the city's machinery of emergency response roared to life. Police officers and firefighters rushed to the scene, while doctors and nurses poured into the disaster area, doing their best to tend to the wounded. At the same time, investigators began the daunting task of making sense of the wreckage, picking through the debris in search of clues. The mystery surrounding the event began to deepen as it became clear that the explosion was not an accident, but an act of terror. Despite the confusion, one thing was certain the city, and indeed, the entire nation, had been thrust into a new and terrifying era. As the day wore on and the shock slowly dissipated, Wall Street and the people connected to it started their long journey towards recovery. The echoes of the explosion had hardly faded, but the first steps towards unraveling the mystery behind it had already begun. Who was responsible for this monstrous act of violence? What could have motivated them to target the heart of America's financial district? In the days and years that followed, these questions would lead investigators down a complex path, marked by shadowy suspects, frustrating dead ends, and an enduring sense of mystery. Chapter 2 The Veil of Mystery Central to the mystery of the Wall Street bombing was the source of the deadly blast, an unassuming horse-drawn wagon left at the busiest intersection of Wall Street and Broad Street. In an era before surveillance cameras and advanced forensics, the clues were scant, and the puzzle of the wagon became a conundrum that puzzled investigators. The wagon, which looked like any other in a city teeming with such vehicles, was loaded with a deadly cargo, 100 pounds of dynamite surrounded by heavy iron weights, meticulously arranged to ensure maximum damage when the explosive detonated. 
It was a lethal parcel of destruction, cleverly disguised in the mundane garb of everyday life. The person or persons responsible had committed a perfect crime, leaving no trace behind except the devastating consequences of their act. In the whirlwind aftermath of the blast, the identity of the wagon's owner became a burning question. The horse pulling the wagon had been instantly killed in the explosion, offering no clues. It was as if the wagon had appeared out of nowhere, a ghostly chariot of destruction whose origins were shrouded in mystery. Historically, horse-drawn wagons were commonplace on New York City streets, used for delivering goods, transporting people, and performing various other tasks. They were so ordinary that they blended into the cityscape, drawing no more attention than a lamppost or a cobblestone. It was this invisibility that the bomber or bombers used to their advantage, turning a commonplace object into an instrument of terror. Among the investigators assigned to the case was William J. Flynn, the director of the Bureau of Investigation, the precursor to today's FBI. Flynn was a seasoned detective, with a keen eye for detail and a dogged determination to solve the case. He and his team traced the wagon's journey, questioned hundreds of witnesses, and dug through countless records in an attempt to uncover the truth. But their efforts seemed to only deepen the mystery. Each lead was more frustrating than the last. The wagon's manufacturer, its previous owners, the stable where it was housed, all came up blank. The trail was cold before it even began, as if the wagon had never existed until the moment it exploded on Wall Street. The mystery of the unclaimed wagon cast a long shadow over the bombing investigation. It was a riddle wrapped in an enigma, a chilling testament to the cunning and ruthlessness of the perpetrators. It was the first piece in a complex puzzle that would lead investigators on a journey into the world of radical politics, organized crime, and international intrigue, all in a fruitless quest to unmask the architects of America's deadliest act of terrorism to date. The horse-drawn wagon was not the only clue left behind in the aftermath of the explosion. In the hours following the blast, as investigators combed through the wreckage, a discovery was made that added an even greater dimension of mystery to the incident. Scattered around the site of the blast were hundreds of leaflets, half-charred by the explosion's heat. They bore a cryptic message, remember, we will not tolerate any longer. Free the political prisoners, or it will be death for all of you. American Anarchist Fighters the leaflets were unsigned, offering no clear clues as to their origin, but their threat was stark and ominous. The leaflets sent a ripple of shock and confusion through the ranks of investigators. The message pointed towards a political motive, suggesting the involvement of anarchist groups. These groups had been known to resort to violence in the past, fueling speculation about their involvement in the bombing. However, with the leaflets unsigned and no group stepping forward to claim responsibility, the link remained tenuous at best. William J. Flynn, with his team of investigators, began to delve deeper into the world of anarchist politics, a shadowy realm of clandestine meetings, coded messages, and radical ideology. Among the many figures who came under scrutiny was the Italian anarchist Luigi Galliani a charismatic leader known for his advocacy of violent revolution. Galliani had been deported in 1919 but left behind a network of followers, 
known as Gallianisti, many of whom were capable of carrying out the bombing. However, as Flynn and his team dug deeper, they found themselves in a maze of dead ends and conflicting leads. The anarchist groups they investigated were secretive, elusive, and highly decentralized. Without clear evidence linking them to the attack or the leaflets, the trail soon grew cold. The leaflets, like the unclaimed wagon, became another unsolved piece of the Wall Street bombing mystery. Their discovery raised more questions than answers, adding to the intrigue surrounding the incident. Despite the relentless pursuit of truth by Flynn and his team, the identity of the American anarchist fighters remained as elusive as the shadows they seemingly operated from. As the investigation continued, the elusive leaflets would remain a frustrating and tantalizing clue, a symbol of the enigma that was the Wall Street bombing of 1920. With an unclaimed wagon and a scattering of cryptic leaflets as the only concrete evidence, the question of who was responsible for the Wall Street bombing was a source of rampant speculation and debate. The attack had been meticulously planned and executed, pointing to individuals or a group with a clear motive and a willingness to kill indiscriminately. But who would commit such a horrifying act of violence in the heart of America's financial district? One possible suspect group, as indicated by the leaflets, were the anarchists. They were known for their disdain for capitalist institutions and their radical push for societal change, often advocating violence as a means to an end. The Gallianisti, followers of the influential anarchist Luigi Galliani, were at the top of the suspect list. They had orchestrated several bombings before, and their network was still operational despite Galliani's deportation. But the investigation into the Gallianisti and other anarchist groups proved frustrating for William J. Flynn and his team. The secretive nature of these groups and the lack of hard evidence made it difficult to pin the crime on them with any certainty. Another suspect group that emerged were the Bolsheviks, the radical socialists who had recently seized power in Russia. The first Red Scare was in full swing in the United States at the time, with widespread fear of a similar socialist revolution on American soil. The bombing could easily be interpreted as an act of class warfare, an attack on the heart of American capitalism. However, much like the investigation into the anarchists, the Bolshevik angle didn't lead to any concrete conclusions. There was no clear link between the American socialist groups and the bombing, and the claims of Bolshevik involvement soon started to seem more like political fearmongering than a viable theory. As the investigation continued, the list of potential suspects only grew. Organized crime, foreign governments, disgruntled individuals, all were scrutinized, but none could be definitively linked to the bombing. The question of who would commit such a crime seemed to be met with an echoing silence, the answers forever out of reach. The Wall Street bombing was a mystery wrapped in a conundrum, a question mark etched in fire and smoke. Despite the best efforts of the investigators, the identity of the bomber or bombers remained a mystery, a ghostly figure or figures lurking in the shadows of history. The bombing, once a tragic event, had morphed into an enduring enigma, a reminder of the dark underbelly of the Roaring Twenties. Chapter 3 Theories and Intrigues In the quest to uncover the culprits behind the Wall Street bombing, one theory seemed to hold more weight than others, the anarchist theory. 
As investigators examine the evidence, the cryptic leaflets, and the choice of Wall Street as a target, a clear narrative seemed to emerge. Could this be an act of revenge perpetrated by anarchist extremists? At the heart of the anarchist theory was a charismatic and influential figure, Luigi Galliani. Even though he was deported a year prior to the bombing, his fervor for radical change lived on in his followers, the Gallianisti. Known for advocating violent means to overthrow what they perceived as oppressive government and capitalistic systems, the Gallianisti had a history of bombings and assassination attempts. A significant lead in this theory was the timing of the bombing. It took place at noon on September 16, 1920, exactly the same time prominent anarchists Nicola Sacco and Bartolomeo Vanzetti were allegedly involved in a deadly robbery in Massachusetts. Some investigators speculated that the Wall Street bombing could be an act of revenge for the arrest and trial of Sacco and Vanzetti, two figures deeply revered in anarchist circles. Additionally, there was another compelling clue that pointed towards the Gallianisti, the design of the bomb. The use of heavy iron weights, intended to act as shrapnel, mirrored the design of bombs used in a series of Gallianisti-orchestrated bombings in 1919. Was this their signature, a deadly hallmark left deliberately by the perpetrators? Yet, despite these tantalizing connections, the anarchist theory, like the others, was fraught with issues. The Gallianisti were known to claim their attacks, often leaving behind leaflets much like those found at Wall Street. However, in this instance, they remained silent, and no concrete evidence linked them directly to the bombing. The cryptic leaflets found at the scene bore a message that was typical of anarchist rhetoric, yet their authenticity could not be confirmed. Moreover, many in the Gallianisti were already under close surveillance by the authorities, making it hard to imagine how they could have orchestrated such a massive attack unnoticed. While investigators spent years tracking down leads and potential suspects within the anarchist movement, no charges were ever brought against anyone. Thus, while the anarchist theory provided an engaging narrative and a potential motive, it ultimately fell short of providing definitive answers. It added another layer of complexity to the mystery of the Wall Street bombing, a story that seemed destined to remain unresolved. The shadow of anarchy loomed large over the investigation, but the truth, it appeared, was as elusive as the anarchists themselves. The search for the perpetrators of the Wall Street bombing led investigators down many paths. Aside from the compelling yet inconclusive anarchist theory, a host of other potential suspects came under scrutiny. The list of enemies of the state was extensive, driven by the tumultuous political climate of the time and the very symbolic nature of the target, Wall Street, the beating heart of American capitalism. The Bolsheviks, fresh off their successful revolution in Russia, were among the key suspects. The fear of communism was at its peak during the period known as the Red Scare, and the notion that Bolsheviks might be trying to ignite a revolution in America was a widely accepted belief. The bombing was viewed by some as an extension of this ideological warfare, an attempt to sow chaos and fear in the heart of capitalist America. Yet, Despite the political climate and the popularity of the theory, there was no concrete evidence linking the Bolsheviks to the bombing. The socialist groups in America were under heavy surveillance, 
and no credible connections between them and the incident were established. The Bolshevik theory was mostly driven by political fear and speculation rather than hard evidence. Beyond political groups, the investigators also turned their attention to organized crime. At a time when mob influence in New York was significant, some theorized that the bombing could be related to extortion or a power play among the city's crime syndicates. However, the nature of the bombing, targeting civilians in a public space, didn't fit with the modus operandi of the city's gangs. It was a theory that sparked brief interest but ultimately led nowhere. In an investigation filled with dead ends and red herrings, even lone wolves and disgruntled individuals were considered. Could an individual harboring resentment against the financial system have carried out the bombing? Investigators pursued this angle, but it was akin to finding a needle in a haystack. The lack of a specific target or a personal message at the crime scene made it hard to substantiate this theory. As the investigation progressed, the list of suspects only grew, yet each theory seemed as uncertain as the next. The bombing was an act of precision and destruction that indicated a clear motive and careful planning, yet the perpetrators remained as faceless as the victims they claimed. The enemies of the state were many, and yet, none could be definitively linked to the Wall Street bombing, adding to the enduring mystery of one of America's deadliest unsolved crimes. In the wake of the horrific Wall Street bombing, the silence of the guilty party became one of the most haunting aspects of the crime. No group or individual ever claimed responsibility for the incident, leaving the authorities and the public to grapple with a multitude of theories, each as uncertain as the next. The absence of a confession or an undeniable piece of evidence added a shroud of eerie silence to an act that had been deafening in its violence. In the realm of anarchist activities, the silence was particularly puzzling. Groups like the Gallianisti were known to claim their attacks as acts of revolution, often leaving behind leaflets detailing their motives. But in the case of the Wall Street bombing, their silence echoed through the chambers of justice. If they were indeed behind the attack, why would they withhold their usual declaration of rebellion? The silence extended to other suspects as well. The Bolsheviks, known for their revolutionary fervor, didn't claim the attack as part of their ideological warfare. Organized crime, known for its power struggles and public shows of strength, also did not use the incident to cement their authority or make demands. The deafening silence from all corners was in stark contrast to the public spectacle of the bombing. Theories surfaced to explain this silence. Some argued it was the result of the bomber or bombers dying in the explosion, a miscalculation that robbed them of the opportunity to claim their act. Others believed the attack to be the work of a lone wolf, an individual acting outside organized groups, who, driven by personal motivations, chose to remain silent. But amidst these theories, the silence remained, a haunting melody that underscored the mystery of the Wall Street bombing. It was a silence that was deeply felt by the victims' families, who, in addition to their grief, had to contend with the fact that the perpetrators of the violence were walking free, their guilt hidden behind a wall of silence. The silence of the guilty added an extra layer of darkness to the tragedy of the Wall Street bombing. It served as a stark reminder of the challenges faced in the investigation and the enduring enigma that the bombing had become. 
the echo of that silence continued to hang over the Wall Street district, a ghostly reminder of a tragedy that refused to reveal its secrets. Chapter 4 Investigative Efforts Following the smoke and devastation of the bombing, the next chapter of the Wall Street saga began, the investigation. It fell on the capable shoulders of William J. Flynn, the head of the Bureau of Investigation, the predecessor to the FBI. Flynn, a seasoned investigator with years of experience dealing with radical groups and organized crime, faced what was likely the most daunting challenge of his career. As soon as the dust settled, Flynn and his team were on the scene, sifting through the debris, looking for clues. They combed the cobblestones of Wall Street, picked through shattered glass, and surveyed the wrecked buildings, a mosaic of tragedy from which they hoped to craft a narrative of the crime. A significant challenge facing Flynn's team was the sheer scale and public nature of the bombing. With hundreds of witnesses, each with their own perspective of the incident, collecting reliable testimonies was akin to piecing together a puzzle with too many pieces. Different accounts provided different leads, some contradictory, adding to the complexity of the task. At the heart of the investigation was the unclaimed wagon, the epicenter of the blast. It provided the first tangible piece of evidence. Investigators found remnants of the wagon's metalwork among the rubble, fragments that told a story of a devastatingly powerful bomb. But who had delivered this deadly package? The horse had been vaporized in the blast, and the driver was nowhere to be found. Another significant lead was the leaflets found scattered around the area with the ominous phrase Remember, we will not tolerate any longer. Free the political prisoners, or it will be sure death for all of you. The message pointed towards a political motive, potentially an act of radical anarchism or socialism. But as Flynn's team soon found out, tracing the origins of a piece of paper in a city of millions was no easy feat. The investigation was a Herculean task, unfolding on the streets of New York and extending across the country as leads took Flynn's team from coast to coast. It was a race against time, conducted under the watchful eye of a nation eager for answers. Every day that passed without an arrest, the tension rose, the silence grew louder, and the specter of the Wall Street bombing loomed larger. The investigation had begun, a hunt for a ghost who had disappeared into the crowd, leaving behind only chaos and a lingering question, who did this, and why? As the investigation into the Wall Street bombing gathered momentum, Flynn and his team of detectives found themselves facing an increasingly complex web of potential leads, each one seeming to hold promise, only to fizzle out into a dead end. One of the most significant stumbling blocks was the lack of a clear motive. The choice of Wall Street as a target suggested an attack against capitalism, potentially a statement by radical anarchists or socialists. But without a claim of responsibility or a credible threat made before the attack, this line of inquiry was largely speculative. The leaflets found near the site provided a glimmer of hope, a potential path to the perpetrators. Yet, tracing their origin proved to be a task as elusive as catching smoke. There were hundreds of printing presses in New York alone, and the leaflets could have been produced on any one of them. Despite checking numerous establishments, the investigators found no match. Their attention turned to the unclaimed wagon, the deadly delivery vehicle.
they followed leads that took them to stables, blacksmiths, and cartwrights across the city. They compared fragments from the blast site with different wagon models, but again, the trail went cold. The wagon's origin, like its driver, remained a mystery. Suspects were identified, only to be ruled out due to alibis or lack of evidence. Radical groups were scrutinized, their members interrogated, but none could be definitively linked to the crime. It was a frustrating cycle of hope and disappointment. The dead ends and lost leads cast a long shadow over the investigation. The pursuit of justice for the victims of the bombing was becoming a maze with no exit, a testament to the cleverness or perhaps the luck of the perpetrators. Each failed lead, each dead end, added to the growing frustration and public outcry for answers. The silent specter of the Wall Street bombing seemed to mock the efforts of Flynn and his team, hiding its secrets behind a veil of smoke and silence, lost in the labyrinth of the bustling city. As months turned into years, the bustling pursuit of justice that had characterized the investigation's early days began to slow. Despite the tireless efforts of Flynn and his team, the trail of the Wall Street bombers remained elusive. The leads had been followed, the suspects interrogated, and the evidence analyzed, yet the perpetrators remained a ghostly presence, their identities shrouded in mystery. The case was growing cold. Public interest, once ablaze with demands for justice, started to wane. The nation moved on, pulled by the currents of the Roaring Twenties. Wall Street, once a crime scene, returned to its role as the financial powerhouse of America, the scars of the bombing slowly fading beneath the incessant march of commerce and progress. Yet for Flynn, the case was far from over. He continued his pursuit, even as the leads dried up and the spotlight of public interest moved on. The case files, filled with testimonies, photographs, and theories, lay in his office, a silent testament to the tragedy that had struck the heart of America's financial district. The echoes of the explosion, the memory of the chaos and destruction, lingered in the minds of those who had been there on that fateful day. The families of the victims still yearned for closure, for an answer to the tormenting question of who had caused their loss. But as the years rolled on, the chances of finding those answers grew slimmer. The Wall Street bombing, once a call to arms, had become a haunting mystery, its secrets buried in the annals of history. The case grew cold, yet the memory of the tragedy refused to fade. The echo of the blast continued to resonate, a grim reminder of the day Wall Street was shaken to its core, in a haunting mystery that remained unsolved. The Wall Street bombing had moved from the pages of current events to the chapters of history, its secrets locked away, waiting for the day they would finally be unearthed. Chapter 5 Developments and Revelations The Wall Street bombing moved into the realm of memory as the years passed into decades. The bustling financial district was once again a humming engine of capitalism, and only a few physical reminders, like the pockmarked facade of the J.P. Morgan building, bore testament to the violent event of the past. While Wall Street moved forward, the investigation into the bombing had all but come to a halt. William J. Flynn, the relentless lead investigator, had long retired, and the case files collected dust in the vaults of the Bureau. 
the tragedy had become a distant echo, a grim chapter in the nation's history remembered only in hushed stories and old newspaper clippings. Yet, the silence of the decades did not signify forgetfulness. The bombing remained a dark stain on the city's history, an unsolved mystery that continued to fascinate historians, crime enthusiasts, and descendants of the victims. Its unanswered questions provoked intrigue and fueled countless theories about the perpetrators and their motives. The lack of a resolution also became a symbol of resilience. The people of New York, and Wall Street in particular, continued their lives, refusing to be defined by the tragedy. The site of the bombing once marked by destruction and chaos had become a testament to the city's indefatigable spirit a place where commerce thrived amidst the unhealed scars of the past. Yet, under this resilience, there remained a lingering sense of unease. The silence of the decades did not extinguish the burning questions. Who was behind the Wall Street bombing? Why had they committed such a horrendous act? The silence echoed through the years, a persistent reminder of the unknown, a riddle that, despite the passage of time, remained unsolved. The Wall Street bombing, although fading into the past, refused to be silenced, its echo resounding through the annals of history, waiting for the day its secrets would be unearthed. Despite the passing years, interest in the Wall Street bombing refused to die. Historians, amateur detectives, and true crime enthusiasts kept returning to the unsolved case, drawn by its enduring mystery. The advent of new forensic techniques and the unearthing of previously overlooked evidence led to renewed attempts to solve the puzzle that had puzzled America for decades. In the late 20th century, the FBI officially reopened the investigation. The decision was met with a flurry of public interest, a stirring of the old wounds that had been covered but never truly healed. The agency delved into the old case files, retraced the steps of the original investigators, and brought modern forensics to bear on the evidence that had been collected all those years ago. The re-examination unearthed startling details. For instance, an overlooked lead pointed to a lesser-known radical group active in the 1920s, breathing new life into the theory of political motivation. Freshly scrutinized testimonies brought forward previously unconsidered suspects. However, every new thread seemed to unravel into a multitude of possibilities, adding layers of complexity to an already convoluted mystery. For the families of the victims, the reopening of the case was a double-edged sword. It brought with it a renewed hope of finding answers, but it also brought back the pain, the haunting memories of the tragedy, and the frustration of justice delayed. The media's attention spotlighted their grief once more turning personal sorrow into public spectacle. Even as the investigation progressed, some argued against reopening old wounds. The bombing had become a part of history, they said, a tragedy best remembered but not relived. Yet, for others, solving the case was not merely about satisfying historical curiosity, it was about seeking justice, bringing closure to the families and finally lifting the specter of mystery that had long loomed over Wall Street. In the end, the revived investigation, like its predecessor, faced the same hurdles, the lack of definitive evidence, the passage of time, and the complexity of the case itself. The renewed efforts, while admirable, 
could not dispel the shroud of mystery that clung to the Wall Street bombing. It remained an open wound in America's history, a puzzle missing crucial pieces, a story awaiting its final chapter. As the renewed investigation into the Wall Street bombing unfolded, the focus turned towards the untapped reservoir of clues that had been either overlooked or inaccessible to the original investigators. In an era of advanced forensics and data analysis, the old evidence held the promise of new insights, a chance to uncover the truth hidden for so long. One of the key pieces of evidence re-evaluated was the wagon, the deadly vehicle used to deliver the bomb. Modern forensic analysis allowed investigators to trace its potential origin with more accuracy than had been possible in 1920. Minute fragments, previously dismissed as irrelevant, were now scrutinized in the lab, revealing subtle clues about the source and composition of the bomb's materials. Next came the leaflets, those puzzling pieces of paper bearing a radical message that had been scattered at the scene. Advances in forensic linguistics opened up new avenues of exploration. Experts were able to dissect the language, the phrasing, even the typography, in an attempt to narrow down the possible origins of these haunting messages. Meanwhile, the vast net of digital data offered a chance to cross-reference the old leads with new information. Investigators delved into historical records, tracing the lives of suspects and their associates, analyzing patterns, and searching for links that had remained hidden in the paper-based records of the past. The effort was enormous, the dedication of the investigators palpable. Each new lead was pursued with fervor, every potential breakthrough met with anticipation. Media and public interest in the case spiked, the mystery of the Wall Street bombing captivating a new generation. Could these unearthed clues finally lead to the truth? Despite the excitement, the challenges were daunting. The passage of time had eroded many trails, silenced key witnesses, and hidden crucial pieces of evidence. Yet, the possibility of a breakthrough, of finally solving the mystery that had confounded investigators for over a century, kept the search alive. The renewed investigation, while yielding new leads and unearthing clues, also underlined the resilience of the mystery itself. The Wall Street bombing, despite the years and the efforts, clung fiercely to its secrets, remaining one of America's most intriguing unsolved mysteries, a grim tale whose final chapter was yet to be written. Chapter 6. The Legacy of the Wall Street Bombing While the Wall Street bombing investigation carried on, another thread intertwined in the narrative was the memory of the victims, the ordinary people who had been at the wrong place at the wrong time on that fateful September day. Amidst the theories, the clues, and the investigation, remembering the fallen became an integral part of the story. In the bustling heart of Wall Street, the bronze plaque placed at the J.P. Morgan building bore the names of the victims. Each name etched on the metal represented a story cut short, a life abruptly ended by the senseless act of violence. As traders and bankers hurried by every day, the plaque served as a stark reminder of the tragedy, a silent testament to the lives lost. The families of the victims, too, played their part in keeping the memory of the fallen alive. Stories were passed down through generations, turning the victims from historical footnotes into real people with dreams, hopes, and lives. These narratives humanized the tragedy, 
grounding it in the personal rather than the abstract realm of historical events. Anniversary commemorations became a part of the Wall Street tradition, a moment to pause amidst the relentless pace of finance and remember the horror of that day. These gatherings were not just about the past, they also stood for resilience and unity, a shared resolve not to be defined by tragedy but to rise above it. Yet, the memories were not just about solemnity and sorrow. They were also about celebrating the lives that had been lived, however cut short. The victims were more than their tragic end, they were people who had loved, worked, and contributed to the city in their own ways. The stories told about them brought laughter as well as tears, turning remembrance into an act of reclaiming the lives that had been lost. In the end, the narrative of the Wall Street bombing was not just about the mystery or the investigation, but about the people affected by it. Their memories, passed down through generations, kept the human aspect of the tragedy alive. The bombing was more than an unsolved crime, it was a part of the city's fabric, a testament to its past, and a reminder of the resilience of its people. Through the years, Wall Street has stood as a symbol of America's financial power. Despite the bombing's horrific event, Wall Street proved its resilience, rebuilding and growing even stronger in the face of adversity. It demonstrated an indomitable spirit, a testament to the determination and tenacity of its people. In the immediate aftermath of the bombing, New York City's financial hub rose from the ashes, undeterred. The ruined facades were repaired, the streets cleaned, and the shattered windows replaced. In a short time, trading resumed, the relentless ticker tape a comforting sign of normalcy returning amidst the trauma. But the resilience extended beyond the physical rebuilding. The Wall Street bombing marked a turning point, leading to changes in security measures and law enforcement strategies. The disaster taught hard lessons about the vulnerability of urban spaces, lessons that were not forgotten. Over the decades, Wall Street has seen significant transformations. The open outcry trading of the past has been replaced by computerized transactions. Yet, the memory of the bombing has remained a part of its fabric, serving as a stark reminder of the price of complacency. The increased security measures, the stringent checks, and the constant vigilance are echoes of that fateful day in 1920. On a societal level, the bombing instigated a shift in perceptions. It underscored the necessity of safeguarding public spaces, leading to a greater emphasis on intelligence gathering, surveillance, and public safety measures. While these changes were incremental and often fraught with debate over civil liberties, they reflected a change in societal attitude towards security born out of the bombing's aftermath. The Wall Street bombing, while a tragic event, helped catalyze critical changes, shaping not just Wall Street but the very nature of urban security and resilience. Even as Wall Street continued to thrive, evolving into the financial powerhouse it is today, it bore the scars of its past, symbols of resilience and reminders of the lessons learned from the tragedy. In its growth and transformation, Wall Street honored its past while boldly moving into the future. Even after a century, the Wall Street bombing retains its grip on the collective consciousness, an unsolved mystery that continues to provoke speculation and intrigue. Despite the passage of time and advancements in technology, 
the identity of the perpetrators remains shrouded in mystery. Over the years, the bombing has transformed from a horrific event into a complex puzzle. The absence of a clear perpetrator, the cryptic leaflets, and the unclaimed horse-drawn wagons serve as haunting reminders of the unresolved case. These pieces of the puzzle, once thought lost to time, have been re-examined with fresh eyes and advanced techniques, yet they yield no definitive answers. The longevity of the mystery has fueled various theories and conjectures. Some still point towards the anarchists, while others look at other extremist groups of the time. With each passing decade, new theories emerge, each attempting to fill the void of uncertainty with plausible narratives. Despite the lack of a clear answer, the Wall Street bombing mystery has served an important role in history. It has influenced policies, sparked discussions, and become a potent symbol of the struggle between security and freedom. The bombing remains a focal point for debates on terrorism, public safety, and civil liberties, its echoes reaching far beyond the confines of Wall Street. The mystery's enduring nature has only amplified its significance. The bombing, once an act of terror, has morphed into a symbol of resilience and a cautionary tale. Its significance lies not just in the identity of the culprits but in the lessons learned and the changes instigated. As the century mark passes, the Wall Street bombing remains an unresolved mystery, a spectral presence in the history of America's financial hub. Yet, even in its unresolved state, it continues to evoke fascination, serving as a testament to a bygone era, a poignant reminder of the fallen, and an enduring symbol of resilience and change. Despite the lingering questions, one thing is certain the Wall Street bombing will never be forgotten.